the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning to you, and hopefully everything in the world is good. It's four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and if we're going to talk about cars for another hour, and if you'd like to join us, you can, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And, Mark, you hang on tight there because you're my first caller. Automotive Dynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive service. I've known Chuck since 1982. I've worked with Chuck. I know that he knows the difference between a good tech and a bad and a good repair and a bad and all the rest of that stuff. So in Sun City, unfortunately, the only one I know, have personal knowledge about, and I trust the family, is Auto Dynamics. So they're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Mark, good morning. How can I help you? Yeah, I have a year 2000 Mercury Sable. It's a front-wheel drive V6. Yeah, it's got about 147,000 miles on it. I bought it brand new. And uh, I noticed uh, in the last couple of months that I'm sitting at a stoplight after not driving very long, maybe two miles, my foot on the brake, it'll seem like it's missing. So uh, I noticed that the the, the, uh, the RPMs is bobbing a little bit when that happens. It doesn't seem to matter if I have it in neutral or in drive, it bobs a little bit. Maybe it bobs a little bit more. feels like the engine's missing um, during these times. And uh, I recently had the uh, three things done because the same thing happened to me about eight years ago on the same car. And among other things, they replaced the PCV valve, and that seemed to fix it. But what they also did now recently was change the spark plugs and they did a VPS fuel system service so spark plug six of them, VPS fuel system service and then a PCV valve but it's still happening so I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on this well I I, I um <laughs> yeah I do um hang on a minute I don't think that I like the idea of diagnosing or, or or looking at the tachometer needle and coming to the conclusion that we need to start flushing stuff, we need to replace spark plugs and replace PCV valves and all the rest of that stuff. There's right. nothing scientific about that circle. Nothing. So if that car would have come into my shop, and, and, and I can speak for 150 other shop owners, we're going to be able to sit in the car, we're going to be able to put our hand on the hood, we're going to be able to open the hood, put our hand on the air filter, and we can feel and we can see if the engine's missing or if the motor mount's broken. 
and the motor mount is causing the unevening even roughness that's that's mimicked by the uh, the tachometer needle none of that i mean it's just there's just no science there so I, i'm not going to fix the car because the needle's wavering I that's just to... something that's just something i noticed and i told them to it and i brought it into them and they said well we don't see that symptom right now they couldn't get that to occur but then uh uh, we decided together that okay, spark plugs are needed because they've never been done, and then the VPS well, I, fuel system. You know, it, by, the I, way, I, by the way, the transmission fluid seems to be at the proper level. Well, it, it's it's this isn't the way we fix cars, so okay. I don't know if it's you or them or both of you, but this is not the way we fix cars. You're in the you're in a bind right now because for whatever reason somebody has decided that we're going to start diagnosing cars. We're going to look at different symptoms and we're going to come to the conclusion that the spark plugs need to be replaced. That's very troublesome for me. If I, I got to tell you something, my panties are wadded up kind of tight right now. If one of my technicians came in and told me this story right now, and then I turned around to the shop foreman and he said, "Yeah, we already put spark plugs in it. We already f- flushed the uh, the uh, the the injectors and all that kind of stuff." I I would use bad words. I would use yeah. lots of bad words. So the question is: Is who, which man out there, which which master technician out there, put their hands on this motor? Is it missing or not? And if it's right. missing, how come we don't have a check engine light? And how come we don't have some kind of code? We don't have any of that. We don't have a check engine light. We don't have a code. But you're telling me it's missing. So how that's can that def- be? Definitely so, missing. And it's not any better than it, than it was uh, when they after they did all this. So Okay. Right. I'm well, wondering what the next step should be. Do you have a shop that you'd recommend around the area of 92nd Street and Thunderbird and Scottsdale? Yeah, go to Blackwell's. Blackwell? Yeah, he's 40th and Greenway. Okay. But you just, you, it's, you have to start this process, and you have to do it right. So you call up and you make an appointment and say, I want to show you what I'm concerned about. Okay. That's it. Don't tell them anything else. No one cares. Show me what you're talking about. Because Blackwell and his staff, are just they're good enough to put the old mono on the engine and say, yeah, it's got a miss. Or they'll plug in a scanner real quick, and they'll run through some serial stream data real quick, and they'll say, there's nothing here that indicates that this is bad. I can't tell you how many times we've replaced motor mounts in cars like yours. Okay, so the well, motor mount is a, is a rubber cushion between the, the motor and the frame. Well, when the cushion goes away, then we get a little bit of a vibration that's transferred throughout the car. And all of a sudden, we've got people rebuilding engines um, because it needs a, a $150 motor mount. Yeah, the car, like I said, is 147,000 miles. And uh, I suppose, would that manifest itself when you're sitting there idling at a stoplight? Say that again? Well, would you would you see the motor mount effect when you're sitting there at a stoplight with your foot on the brake? Well, th- that's not a good question, but I'll answer it anyway. Um, if the problem comes and goes when I test the motor mounts, and you're sitting here next to me and saying, "There it is, there it is." Oh no, it's gone. No, it's still gone. How about now? No, it's still gone. Okay, how about now? Yeah, yeah, there it is. Well, if there it is is matching when I'm t- testing that motor mount, then we're on the same page. Yeah. But 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 the idea that we're going to guess to fix this is the one I'm objecting to, Mark. Right. You, it's it's there's no guessing here. You you've already guessed. You've already spent a bunch of money guessing. 
Yep, I spent about 780 bucks on the three things I told you. Now, I did cause them to do the PCV because the same thing happened, like I said, eight years ago. I took it to a Ford dealer. That's among one of the things they did. It was exactly the same symptom. Okay, well, the PCV, gosh darn it. Okay, we're going to have to move on. Hang on, Bob. I'm going to get to you in a minute. Mark, listen to me carefully. PCV, positive crankcase ventilator. It's a stupid little $2 valve that sucks the fuel fumes out of the motor and sends them back through the engine. It's a circular device. You know what the symptom is of a PCV valve that plugs up? The answer is there is none. Do you know what the symptom is of a PCV valve that's stuck open? You know what the answer is? There is none. The reason the PCV valve needs to be replaced is, is because it gets so gummed up, it can no longer vent the internal pressure of the engine, which will cause some small oil leaks to resurface. And so you go in and you go, oh, well, look. And then you pull the PCV valve out and go, oh, my God, and look at all that pressure inside that engine. Duk, 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 plug in a new one, stick it in the, in the valve cover, and then you go, oh. And then you pull it back out and you go, oh, okay, well, we're vacuuming the pressure out now. Thank you very much. Goodbye. So it, it's PCV valves. You could, I could take your PCV valve out, and I could stick a carrot in that line, and and, and you could drive to New York City. So, so see, that's what I mean. Two. You can't you can't get on the internet and fix your car. Yeah, so the PCV valve, and, and just because the, they, they did a PCV like valve 150 years ago, it doesn't mean that it's going to do it today. I got to go, Bob. You're up next. How are you? Uh, good morning. Good morning. I've got it. I had my car service Friday, and I've got a time and mileage based recommendation for my next service. And okay. I perform a fuel injection and throttle body service. And the car's got 32,400 miles on it, and it runs perfect. <laughs> you want to play hardball? And not with me, but with maybe with whoever told you that? Well, I, I asked him, I said, there's no symptoms. And, uh, well, I might yeah. think about it. Well, let me just tell you what um, that fueling fuel system flush is. Uh, the vernacular is really it's a wallet flush. Yeah, I, okay. I figured that's what and, it was. And, and here's what now, just for future reference, though, okay? This is what you're going to do. If that happens again, or if you go back again, or whatever, whatever, you go. You know, my I I'm just so frazzled about this car let me go get the owner's manual and let's look and you show me where it says in the owner's manual that i need to do this at 30 oh well you're in arizona and the owner's manual is not written for arizona oh well then all right order me an arizona owner's manual because there's no such thing i already went through the owner's manual and i couldn't find where it said to do anything like that this this is this is our industry at its worst telling making up these and i want to tell you something i could make a I could make a killing doing flushes. Yeah. I mean to tell yeah. you, you the machine is efficient. Oh, it's it has presentation. It has bells and whistles and music and 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 smoke and all of this other kind of stuff. There's nothing there for you. If you yeah. need fuel injection, you're going to have a check engine light. You're going to have a code, and you're going to have a rough idle, or you're going to have a a little hitch in the giddy up. Is with none of that, save your money. And and uh, but but 
what symptom are you going to fix? They're not going to have an answer for it. Show me in the owner's manual. They're not going to have an answer for that either. But, boy, they're real happy to sell you a fuel system flush because you know why? Because it puts a heck of a lot of money in their pocket, and it's a no harm, no foul kind of thing. There is no risk here at all. There's you, no you know, it's amazing. No, I've heard you say all that before, and then when they actually say it to you, it gets your attention. Plus, I've got an extended warranty on the darn thing. But I did go through the uh, part of the owner's manual. I couldn't service part. I couldn't find anything that says to do that. So I'm going to turn them down. But it is amazing how it makes you think when they actually say it to you, even though you know well, better. Okay. What you can do is it's okay. Look, at, just write it on the back of your business card um, that I need this kind of flesh and put the amount there on there and date it. Okay. Just do that and put it. And I'll put it with my stuff. And and the next time I bring it in, I'm, I'm going to look and find that card. They won't even yeah. do that. They won't even well, do that. Well, what I what I said was was written here. Yeah. Uh, well, so they 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 have you know. Uh, Time and mileage based recommendation, and then they've got you know based on the standard manufacturer standards. It's it's just a bunch of bull. I know regarding time and mileage, this vehicle, and after checking your history, service history, and everything. But like I say, the car runs perfect. Yeah. So well, you did a good I, job like for yourself. It's, it's it's psychologically to me, it's amazing that it got my attention, and I've really thought about it quite a little bit. So it's fraud. <laughs> It's fraud. Well, I'm trying it to is, sell you. But it's, being, it's being conned, and, and <laughs> it, it's, it's, even when you know better, fraud. sometimes it makes you think. It's a criminal act. I am telling you something that isn't true. I am telling you you need something. We, I need to do something to your car because you need it and because yeah. we recommend it and because it's almost mandatory. Yeah. It's just it's, there's, there's nothing there. I, I, wanted to, I think... The last time we did a, a fuel injection flush was for a, a diagnostic. Um, yeah. We had a, a misfire on number five and number seven. They're, they're, they're cylinders next to one another. And yeah. so we thought, well, we're just going to run some fluid through this and see if one of them cleans up or if this makes any difference at all. Yeah. Well, we went in and we flushed it and nothing happened. It made yeah. no difference whatsoever. Yeah. So then we took five out and swapped it with three so we just moved yeah. some injectors around, and the problem moved. Yeah. So it had to be a bad injector, and I couldn't flush it better. So we just put an yeah. injector in it. Yeah. And that's you all know, there was uh, to it. They've got no cars to sell, so they've got to come up with some revenue someplace, I guess. So. Oh. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's really disappointing. Really disappointing. Yep. My industry is showing its underwear right in front of everybody. So. Yeah. Okay. Thank okay, you, Bob. Well, thank, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. You're welcome. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. I want to tell you something. That if you think that spending two or three hundred dollars to have your fuel inject your fuel system serviced and flushed is a good idea, then I, I would think that you'd just take your money someplace else and 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 get drunk and and take all your friends with you or something. I don't know because it's just not something that um, it. <laughs> Why don't we change the air in your tires while we're there? Why don't we just put fresh air in your tires? And let's go ahead and just do a whole bunch of stuff on your car just because it makes you feel better and it makes me feel better because I make more money. We'll be back. 
Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Uncover, uncover retirement concepts you need to know. There are three steps to succeeding at the business of retirement. Insure your assets, ensure your income, and assure your peace of mind. Tune in to Top Gun Retirement Hour with Alan Kuyper. Remember, it's up to you to retire to a brighter future. Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. I'm making beef sliders for my friend Sammy. Nana taught me to always pull meat off the grill early so it's extra juicy. Use a food thermometer to ensure ground beef is 160 degrees or you could make people really sick. Sandy didn't think twice about the slider she ate until yoga class when a nasty case of food poisoning turned her downward-facing dog into upward-moving lunch. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov and learn the steps Maria unwittingly leaves out. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need to do You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 
Well, good morning. Welcome back, everybody. 23 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday, we're here from 10 o'clock until noon talking about car and car repair stuff. And and as you can see, my panties are kind of wadded up about all this talk about flushing your fuel injectors and doing all this kind of stuff. So um, Jeremy and I have decided that we, we are going to start a new company, and um, we're going to make it mobile. We're going to actually come to your house. And, um, and and this falls in line with all the other kind of um, this is what you need to have done in spite of the fact that it's not part of your owner's manual. Okay, it's not in there. But you need to have this done, but it, it's a, it, just trust me on this. So Jeremy and I are going to start a, a company, and number one, we're going to come out and <laughs> change the air in your tires. Really and truly, it can't be a good idea for you to have air in your tires that's 10 years old. It just can't be. You, it has to be better for your tires and better for the safety of your family if we can put new air in your tires. Now, the second part, Jeremy came up with this, and I thought it was just genius. We are going to start a company that's going to sanitize the lower portion of the driver's seat. You can imagine, I don't need to draw a picture for you here, okay, folks? I can just tell you that that's the number one seat in the car. That's the one, obviously, every mile that's driven, somebody had to have their butt in that seat because it ain't going anywhere without a butt in the seat in the driver's side. And then, of course, it's just that's, that's, that's going to be by far the dirtiest seat of all of the seats in the car. So we are going to design and build a seat sanitizer where we take the seat out. We're going to put it in this big cubed thing. We're going to push a couple of buttons, and then all of a sudden, all these little brand new bugs are going to be set free, and they're going to go in and eat up all the ugly in the seat that you can find, that the bugs can find. And this is going to be something we're going to do at your house. One hundred twenty nine ninety nine. What a bargain! One hundred twenty nine ninety nine. Like Jeremy says, it's a bargain. <laughs> so we're going to sanitize the driver's seat because, in reality, that's the one that needs to be. I mean, God, come on! How many people are getting sick because the driver's seat hasn't been sanitized? And and of course, oh, fresh air in your tires. I can't imagine why anybody hasn't thought of that before. So that's exactly what we're going to do. Is it's going to be Mark and Jeremy M and J seat sanitizing services. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I get in trouble, Jeremy, I'll just tell him it was your idea. Well played, sir. All righty, strictly diesel service and repair. Nate up there at uh, Pinnacle Peak and I seventeen. I'm just always been impressed with Nate. Nate is just a quiet, gentle giant. He has hands like tennis rackets. When he shakes your hand, he doesn't really shake your hand. He shakes your whole side of your body. He's the nicest guy in the world. But when it comes to Chevys and Dodge and Fords on the in the, in the light-duty trucks, otherwise one ton and so forth, up to 450s on many of them, Nate's just really a good guy. He knows those cars, those trucks, those diesels. So if if you're interested and you've got a problem with a diesel... Rather than spend a whole lot of time on Google and, and, and adding all these engine uh, ideas to your, to your head bone, then maybe call, call Strictly Diesel and just say to them, here's what I got, here's the code I got, here's what the car or the truck is doing. Is it something you've seen before? Um, and I'm not going to ask you to bid it blindly, but what would the diagnostic uh, be for to take a look at it and determine what's causing my problem? That's very simple. 
and they can handle that. So strictly service, strictly diesel service and repair is open Monday through Friday. They sell parts 24 hours a day on their website, and you can get more information from my best car repair shops list under diesel shops listing because Nate's there. Strictly diesel service and repair. Chris, you're up. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, I have a question about my air conditioning in my 2019 Ford Edge ST. Um, been having this issue for quite some time where when we start the vehicle and sometimes when we're driving, the air conditioning would suddenly just seem like it goes completely off, and but the, it's still on. And then after a while, it will it, just suddenly come gushing back on. And, some, and throughout the, and sometimes it'll just do that intermittently where it'll go down, come back up, go down, come back up. Like right now, it's, it's fine, but it, this is an issue we've been having for a, for a while. We took it to a couple of different Ford dealerships, and neither one could really figure out what was going on. So I thought I'd give you a call to see if you might have an idea or any suggestions on how we can probably try to get this problem rectified. Yeah, the biggest problem we have is is that um, what you're talking about is not clear to me, so I'm going to clear it up right now, and I'm going to arm you with the right information and what to say. I want to know if the volume of air is the problem and the volume goes from good volume to no volume or is it the temperature of the air you're concerned with? Answer that. It's, it's more the volume because the temperature is fine. It's still cold, but the volume, it's like, that's not a really good word to use because it's kind of like when you're turning the volume down on, a, on your radio, it goes down and you turn it all the way back up to real high. So that that's a really good word for it. So the volume goes down and then it suddenly just comes right back, comes right back. Okay. Okay. And, and, and that's why it's so important. It's, you've answered the question beautifully. And so now what I want you to do is, is uh, do you, I suppose you probably got your air conditioning controls on auto, yes? Yes. Okay. I want you to take it out of, max, or out of max air. I want you to go and take control, put it on fan speed forward, and put it on center vent. Take it out of the automatic. Take control and make it, and tell the, tell the, comp- the, uh, the, the air conditioning control panel, I want cold air. I, and then I want you to put the temperature all the way down to like 60 Okay. I'm going to force it out of its default. The question is, is if it's a volume problem, there's only going to be three places air is going to come out of that dashboard. From the floor, center vent, and defrost. There's only three places. So the question is, is when you have a substandard flow from the center vents, where the hell's air going? Is it going to the floor? Or is it going to the defrost? Uh-huh. And another thing is, is when you put it on, when you turn your air on, are you putting it on automatic, or are you picking high blower or low blower, or are you picking the speed of the uh, of the blower motor? Uh, but pretty much, um, sometimes it'll be on auto, but then I'll go in and I'll start playing with the uh, the controls. I'll put it all the way up to seven, which is the max setting, and then. I'll put it down to four, uh, three, and everything like that. Then suddenly everything starts working just normal after okay. I do all that. All right. You stay right there, and we'll be right back. Okay. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change. Thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks, Lee Container, the J. Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org slash employment. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. As people across the United States watch the debacle in Afghanistan, there's virtually unanimous agreement on two points. First, no American who wants to come home should be left behind. Second, we must ensure the safety of the Afghans who helped us. But given the frenzied haste with which the Biden administration is flying tens of thousands of Afghans into the country, hard questions are in order. How carefully are these new arrivals being vetted? One man flown into America reportedly works for ISIS. It would be a tragedy if our commitment to the safety of our Afghan friends were exploited by terrorists and enabled by the incompetence of our own government. What we've seen of the Biden administration's ineptitude, or worse, both in Afghanistan and on our southern border, hardly inspires confidence. It's time for some answers on exactly who's coming here. America's security depends on it. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu 
So it's 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem, and we're here every Saturday on KKNT 960, and we're talking about car, car repair questions and problems. And you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. Let me talk real quick about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. There's only one shop in Mesa that I can recommend, and it's Thompson's. I've known Brian and Thelma's families since the 60, late 60s and early 70s. They were in the gas station business back then. These young young people, Brian and his wife Thelma, have been in have been they've smelled gasoline since they were just little kids. They are really good at what they do. They've been around a long time. They're ASE certified, and their technicians are also there. And they keep your vehicle in tip top shape. All you have to do is bring it in for an oil change every once in a while, and they'll tell you this is what you'll need next time or the day after, or you don't need anything. But that's the whole idea behind oil changes is just kind of let me take a peek at the car. So in Mesa, the only place I can recommend is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. Main Street just east of Stapley. Chris. Chris? Yes, sir. Okay. I, 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 I'd I be willing to bet $50 that um, what's probably going on with the car is is we're freezing the unit up. And when we freeze the unit up, then we shut the system down and we put it into what we call defrost. So behind the uh-huh. glove box, there's a radiator called an evaporator. And, of course, cold freon goes through it. Behind it is a fan. And so if we don't have that fan blowing some volume of air, it's just going to freeze the evaporator up. Now, let me ask you a question. When you park that thing, do you have a lot of water? Do you see a lot of water when you come back to it on the passenger side floorboard outside the car? No, I, actually, I don't. Okay. Uh, I can take. I, I, and the reason I ask you that is, is because I'm looking to see if there's evidence of of defrost of ice. Because we're we're the if if the fan is just hardly blowing over the evaporator, then it, it's nothing's going to happen. It's just going to freeze it up more and more and more. In in your particular case, I think I I would tell you unequivocally, I am not prepared to tell you to spend any money on this problem right now here's what i want you to do do you know the difference between um, normal and max air yeah okay normal is is outside air we cool it off and put it inside the, the car and maximum is like the air conditioning in your house where we're recirculating normal yeah. air is like a swamp cooler so I want you, for some period of time, to just use your air conditioning in one of those two modes. So pick, pick okay. normal and pick outside air, and, and I want your fan speed to be better than, than one or two. I'd like to see your fan speed at three and four. And so okay. if you say to me, if I do this, then the volume doesn't change. But if I do that, then the volume changes. I'm quite sure that this system's working good, and I'm quite sure it's just whatever you're doing, however you're flavoring up that air conditioning control panel, it's probably causing something to, sh- to say, okay, we're a little cold on this side, let's start into a defrost mode, and during that period of time, we're going to substantially change the airflow out of the vents. Last but not least, when it does change the airflow, I want you to make a conscious effort to put your hand up there on the defrost vents, then the center vents, and then kind of reach down by your foot and see if you find the air in those three places. 
you wouldn't you shouldn't really feel air in all three of those places the question is is did it go from center vent to floor and and so all the air is now at the floor where you think it's a volume problem and it is but we just redirected the air to the floor so I don't think you have okay. a problem that's worth fixing, and I don't think you have a problem that needs to be fixed. I think we just need to figure out how to best get you to set the controls, and I'm just asking you to vary the controls and see if you can change the problem. Okay. Yeah, I, I can certainly do all that, but, but the thing is this is my wife's car, so i gotta, I got to tell her of that as well. So. <laughs> oh, well and so, you know what? Uh, so what you, you could do this. Um, I... In that case, what I do is, I have I have a wife too, and she we fight about air conditioning all the time. So I say, honey, this is what I would say, honey, I want you to crack the passenger window down about an inch, and I want you to run it on normal, and I wanted you to run it on fan speed three, and then if things change, just let me know. But and then you, and then, then she okay. says nothing's changed. It's fine. Okay, good. Let's go to fan speed two. And she says, okay, now now we have the loss of volume. Well, when we slow down the fan speed, we, we, that it's, we're going to freeze up the, the evaporator a little easier because we don't have as much air flowing across the evaporator. So those are the kinds of things I think between you and your wife, you can figure out that it's more of a control issue with respect to how they're being set up. And all you have to do is modify it slightly, and then the volume problem will go away. Okay? Okay. Right. Sounds real good. Thank you very much, Mark. Good luck to you. Thank you very much, Chris. We're going to take a break, but who's in, in hold right now? Who's in queue? Bob and Chad, you stay there. We'll be back in just a minute. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees us waving the white flag. The deadline for the extraction of all our evacuees from Afghanistan was the 31st, and he has refused, refused to extend it after the Taliban said they will not countenance an extension. That is a surrender to the bloodthirsty Taliban. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Weekdays at noon on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. ADOT presents Terrifying Jobs. Snake Handler, take one. This is a really terrifying job. Today we're talking with James Hall, a snake wrangler at the Phoenix Zoo. They handle really creepy, venomous creatures. Given the hazards, why do you do it? I've been fascinated by reptiles since I was a child. Tell me about your little friend there. So this is Bear Hug. He's a Burmese python. We have him here at the Phoenix Zoo. It kind of makes my skin crawl. Is there anything that rattles you? Yeah, distracted drivers terrify me. This message is brought to you by ADOT, the ABA, and this station. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. 
F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. You've never done anything so hard in your life. You don't understand how you can finish. It takes inner strength and desire to become a Marine. When I, I finished, I was like, I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. When it comes to the west side, you've got Larry Harker's auto up there at 38th Avenue and Indian School. He's been around a long time since 1967. The folks at Larry Harker's Auto really know how to fix cars, and I have many stories about sending somebody on that side of town and having them get their magic wand out, wave it, find the problem, fix the problem, and make the customer happy. Now, they do oil changes and brake jobs like everybody else, but when it comes to diagnosticians, Larry Harker's got two of them there that are really, really good. So... If you've got a problem where every time you wake up in the morning and at 6 o'clock in the morning your, honk, your horn honks, then probably Larry Harker's would be a good place to park the car the night before and let them figure out why the horn is honking. That's Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue in Indian School. Bob, you're up first. How can I help you? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my question's on oil change intervals. Uh, I've got a 1998 Chevy Silverado and a 2007 Ford Freestyle, and I changed a few years ago to full synthetic, and I buy the extended life filters. Uh, what do you suggest as far as uh, maximum time I can uh, before changing the oil on them? Um, I think you should be somewhere in the vicinity of eight to 12,000-mile intervals on both of them. And if you're using synthetics on both of them, now, how many miles a year do you drive on each one of those cars? Okay, that's what I was going to tell you. On uh, freestyle, that's my wife. She drives 
10 to 12,000 miles, but I only drive about four to 5,000. Okay, okay, good. That's okay. I got you covered on this one. Yes, your wife gets the synthetic, and we're going to change her oil at the beginning of the summer every year. Okay, so we're going to send her through the blistering summer with fresh oil. Mm-hmm. We can do that. All right, you, you only use your car to go to your girlfriend's house and back, so you're at three or 4,000 no, miles. I'm teasing you. I know you are. Uh, so, so you're doing three or four or 5,000 miles a year. Why don't you use a semi-synthetic because it's going to be cheaper, and the semi-synthetic has an upper limit of 7,500 miles. So you could fit into that category just fine. Now, how many miles a year do you drive? Did you say three, four, five? What'd you say? Usually four to five thousand. Okay, because you could use a conventional oil for four or five thousand miles. You don't have to put a synthetic in there. Conventional oil. Say that again. I said I was just being lazy because I changed my own oil, so I thought, well, you know, that changes often. Oh, and 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 and. It's true that conventional oil people do it at three thousand miles or so, but if you go into a semi synthetic you're at five to seven. So if you change your own oil, just change the different kind of uh, not the brand, but just get a semi synthetic and use that on your car and and if I were you, I'd change both of your cars at the beginning of the summer, and as far as her, though we're going to use a full synthetic because we need that extra miles on hers All right so that's what I would do here's the here's the common. Regular Fred Flintstone oil, which is called conventional, it's three right. to five thousand miles. Then you got a semi-synthetic, which is five to seventy-five hundred. Then you got synthetic that's seventy-five hundred to fifteen thousand. So each one of those oils steps up in quality, steps up in protection, steps up in longevity, all that stuff. So that's how we're that's what we're in right now. Um, I use a semi-synthetic in my Dodge trucks. I change it once a year, and I run it about 15,000 miles. No problem at all. No problem at all. So do you, with the semi-synthetic, do you have to buy that expensive, uh, the better oil filter, or is that just a good idea anyway? I don't like the oil filter game at all. I, I'm going to tell you this is the truth, and, and, and my staff will laugh when you if you ask them that. I buy the cheapest oil filter I can find when I'm at the ranch. I'll call around and find out the cheapest oil filter. It'll be a name brand anyway. But right. I'm not a, f- a fan of the fancy-dancy oil filters that make promises that nobody can measure. And no- and nobody cares. The question is, is, Mark, how many times do you work on a motor where the oil filter was the cause of the damage to the motor? And the answer is never. Never. Wow. Never. So huh. we can put all kinds of magnets on it, and we can do all this fancy-dancy stuff and talk about long life, and this one can do this. The bottom line is is when that gets to a certain point of plugged up, it's going to bypass, and that means it's not going to be filtering your oil anymore. The, the, the oil filters of today will easily handle ten to 15,000 miles worth of oil. No problem at all. So I'm not a fan of, of spending extra money and getting an oil filter that, that uh, promises me to take care of me and love me for the rest of my life. Well, thank you. That saved me some money. Bob. Thank you for calling. You You bet. Thank you. Chad, you're up. Hey, Mark. uh, Good morning. Good morning. I called uh, probably six months ago. I've got a 2012 Dodge Ram 1500 in my my, uh, airbag light. It was coming on and going off back then, and and now it's, it's on permanently. And you suggested that I turn the wheel and kind of bang on the wheel 
you know, back and forth, and that that didn't that didn't do anything. Um, got any other suggestions? Well, this the, the, someone has to just kind of track it down. How many miles are on the truck? Uh, Eighty-five. Okay. Um, the the airbag light is on because it's the computer's lost sight of the airbag, and 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 that's that's the end of the deal. I was thinking that if we had a bad connection, if you banging on the steering wheel, oftentimes will cause the light to go out. And then, well, and let me then, tell you this: last weekend, I went up, I went up to the rim, and I was driving down a dirt road. And for the past few months, the the light has been solid; hasn't gone on or off. And it was going on and off on okay. the, on the dirt road. Okay. The, the The question is: is someone has to go through and find out where we lost sight of the airbag? So the airbag itself, there's a module that fires the airbag. And the module has lost sight of the airbag. And the airbag is it? Does it say passenger side or driver side? No, it doesn't say anything. So that's okay. kind of, that was kind of my next question: Is there? There's no telling really which one of the airbags is, is non-functioning, right? No, there is. We have sophisticated equipment. We're going to plug into the truck and we're going to talk to it in all kinds of coded language, and and we're going to burn incense and wave chickens around our heads and all that other kind of stuff. But but to be to be honest with you, I, I think what's going on, we have a steering wheel that moves with the airbag in it, but it's it's constantly moving. So we have this this little device um, that's a ribbon, and the ribbon keeps the stationary part of the steering column attached to the moving part of the steering column, which is the steering wheel. And so we've got this little ribbon that goes into a circle. So when you turn right, it stays there, and when you turn left, it stays there. Well, I'm betting that that ribbon, and there's a, it just escapes me right now what the word I'm looking for is, but the, this this ribbon underneath the steering wheel that keeps, that that, that has this ribbon that's going to fire the airbag when it needs, that we've lost sight of that, and more than likely that ribbon's bad. And so, and then you say, well, I'm driving down the road and it's bouncing around and going on and going off, then I, I'm even further energized that the, uh, the, uh, the uh, spring or the uh, ribbon, the clock spring, that's what it's called. God almighty, thank you, Lord, for hitting me in the head with that. It's called the clock spring. And the clock spring on one side of it, it's stationary, and the other side is moving with the steering wheel. And when that comes apart, it turns on the light. The, air pass, the driver's airbag will not work. And all you do is pop the steering wheel off of it, replace the clock spring, put everything back together, and you're done. That's the best okay. I can offer you. Is that what? What kind of price are we looking at? Something like that? You got any idea? No, I, I, I'm scared to guess, but I'm 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 thinking take that you're. Uh, say that again. I said, take it to Kurt. Well, oh yeah, I mean, with Eric wouldn't have any problem, or neither one of them would have any problem with that at all. That most of the time we can manhandle the steering wheel and get things to happen, and once we do that, when then we're home free, we've diagnosed it. So, you know, you pull the horn ring off, then you pull the steering wheel off, and then underneath the steering wheel is, is the, uh, is the uh, clock spring, and then you look at it, and oftentimes you can see where it's bad, oftentimes you can see where it's burnt, oftentimes you can see where it's torn, all that kind of stuff. You, you might be a little early at 85,000 miles, but it doesn't really make any difference. Right now, with the airbag light on, that airbag's not going to deploy in an accident. That's probably something that should motivate you to get it fixed. And if you go to Kurtz and they can't fix it, I'll pay the bill. I'll pay the diagnostic fee. Okay. Okay? <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, you bet. 
Oh boy, 602, 508. Where are we at here? 54, 58. Well, we're okay. We got four minutes. If you have a car question, 602, 508, 0960. 602, 508, 0960. Car question, you can call me in. Automatic Transmission Exchange, Phil, has been around Automatic Transmission Exchange since 1968. Depends on who you ask. Phil did start with a broom. Phil did start uh, at uh, Automatic Transmission Exchange as somebody who knew how to use a broom. <laughs> Today, he runs the operation. Today, he's walked all the way through all the transmissions from the two-speed and three-speed power glides and, and the, the old uh, Chrysler transmissions, all those old ones, all the way to 8- and 10-speed electronics of today. Here's the issue. Phil will tell you. It's just a matter of how we shift the car. That's all. How we shift the car. Are we going to let the computer decide when to shift it? Are we going to do it with the driver's right foot? Why are we going to do it by looking at the speedometer or the tachometer? You see, all of those things are come together to tell us when to take shift the transmission from first to second, second to third, third to fourth, fourth to fifth, fifth to overdrive, and then so forth and so on. That's how it's all, what it's all about. It's just a matter of load, speed, RPM, weather, that kind of stuff. So the, the transmissions of the old days were just really throttle. So your foot was what made the transmission shift. And you all know, many of us old guys, you stuff it to the floor and it automatically dropped into second gear and took off like crazy. That's passing gear back then. Well, it's the same way. It's Now we do it electronically. So Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange, been around the block, and you just need to meet him and shake his hand, and you'll know that he's been around the block. If you have a problem and you can duplicate it, make an appointment and ask him if you can take a technician for a short drive because you have practiced making this happen and you feel confident that you can show him exactly what you want him to, 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 to identify and fix. Those are the kinds of customers that we transmission shops uh, really do uh, hug because if you'll just teach us how to make it happen or go away or how to make it just stay there, that's perfect. And that's what it's all about. So at 40th Street in Washington, Automatic Transmission Exchange, ask for Phil. And if he's not there, most anybody at the front counter can help you. All righty. We've 56 minutes after the hour. We've got another couple of minutes. And just, just I want to reiterate that in in car repair, there is a process. If you have a problem, we need to verify the symptoms. We need to see it happen. Seeing the symptoms isn't going to tell us how to fix the car, but it's going to tell us what area of the car it's in. And in addition to that, once we get the symptoms situated and we can fix the symptoms, then more than likely we fix the car. And and that's what it's all about. It's a matter of tracking and Part of that does not include, in at least my shop and many of the other shops in town that I respect, um, we don't spend a lot of our time on at Google. Um, we're not on the Internet. We're not asking other people to help us fix the cars. We pretty much know what we need to do. So not too long ago, a lady had an air conditioning issue. She didn't understand the difference between maximum and normal. Maximum is like recirculatory. It's the air conditioning in your house. Normal is a swamp cooler. You have to drop the windows down just a little bit. We're going to push air into the cab of the car or the truck, cold air, 
but we're going to it's going to go out the crack in the window if you don't drop a window down in the normal range then you're just like blowing into a pop bottle it's very difficult to keep your car cool so those are the kinds of things my email address is mark at marksalem.com mark at marksalem.com you're welcome to email me about any car question you have if you would leave me a phone number i'd like to call you back cuz inevitably i'm going to have some questions that i'm going to ask you to um, to discuss with me. That's the way I can help you the best. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Wear your seatbelt. Drive safe. God bless you. See you next Saturday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 